We are celebrating the one-year anniversary of Flawless Noises Media Network with a live showcase. Come and join us on February 29, 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia, at Rehearse Live. The show will feature a segment from Brie of Mama Meets World, an energy reading from Gary of Mystic Moments, and will be headlined by Ratchet Ramblings, featuring Jeremy, Candace, and Curtis. Tickets are $25, and are available at F-N-M-N-OneYear.Eventbrite.com. We hope to see you there. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to Flawless Noises Media Network. We've put together a compilation featuring previews of all of our wonderful show's episodes from the past two weeks. Please, feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, significant others, Twitter and Instagram followers, and more. In doing so, you will help others get to know our sound. And don't forget, we also have a Patreon that features exclusive bonus content. For a small monthly fee, you'll have access to both audio and video content. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises to sign up. We thank you for your support and look forward to bringing you more hashtag content. This is Mystic Moments, hosted by Gary. It says, if you see 1212 regularly, it means your dreams and intentions are rapidly manifesting. Magnificent opportunities are on the way. Your relationships are positively transforming. You're healing, growing, and evolving beautifully. You are learning vital life lessons and making better choices. You are experiencing dramatic but much needed changes. You are leaving your comfort zone and stepping out in a new direction. Pay attention to the thoughts when this number sequence appears as they hold unique hidden messages that you only unlock. So if you hear this and start noticing 1212, you know, drop me a tweet at Mystic Pod. Tell me, hey, I'm starting to notice this 1212 shit. And all of a sudden, these clarity, you know, these moments of clarity, these conversations that I've been needing to have with people that are in my life that I've been struggling to have. Now I finally have some of the, um, the capacity to have them. Other people are coming to me to have them as well. There's a lot of healing, a lot of cleansing, right? So I want you to focus on all of these things that may be arising, things that were not able to be very clear. Um, some information about the full moon in Gemini. Um, it carries strong release energy. It falls on um, the 11th. It could have fallen, uh, depending upon where you live, it could have fallen on the 11th. It says, regardless of what is stirred under the full moon, it gives us the opportunity to release, let go of things we no longer wish to take with us into the new year. So there's strong healing vibes around this full moon just after it peaks. Chiron uh, or Chiron goes, um, the asteroid of healing will go direct after being retrograde since July 8th. 2009. So what habits, patterns, or behaviors are you willing to let go or make of? What are you willing to let go of to make room for a new way of being is what it says. It says this is a perfect time to schedule that checkup, boost your immunity, or to spend a little extra time on self-care. This is also going to trigger your relationships and finances because the planet Venus is very active as well. Because the moon is the last card that comes up, and this has to deal with the subconscious. The moon is all about tapping into what needs to be illuminated, what needs to come to the forefront in order for you to transition towards the next phase of your life. What is going on on the surface? 
Because if you think about it, if you know the traditional tarot, after the moon is the sun. So what's done in the dark comes to the light. So this is just you going into that deep, dark side of yourself that's not necessarily the dark, but you don't really know it yet and tap into it more. It's made glimpses. Because even in the darkness, the moon is still there. It's still light outside. It's not completely pitch black. So you're still able to see and get yourself around. Because of this, the psychic card is the first card that comes up from the advice um, it's the number 48, which breaks down to the number three. This is all about you really tapping into that psychic energy. You think that you lack protection, which is the next advice card that comes up, but you actually possess so much. You just have to step into this idea of leadership. Bring that fire back. This is Mama Meets the World, hosted by Bree. So the affirmation is that we're going to break the glass ceilings that we've set for ourselves. We're going to be wonderful lovers, mothers, women, sisters, whoever. We're going to be all of it to, to everyone. And beyond that, we're going to be all we need for ourselves. We are going to be the kind of women that we needed when we were children. And that's what I truly believe is going to happen in the year 2020 for y'all. Thank you so much for being a part of my Mama Meets World family. Thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you for everything that you've done for the podcast. And I pray that you'll continue to support me. This is Gay Side Stories, hosted by Curtis. Anybody who knows me know that I'm not a fan of uh, poop insects. So I'm going to say neither. Yeah neither but i guess if i had to choose i guess i would choose getting painted on the only reason i say that is because i don't know what happens to a gay's reputation when he paints and you really can't trust guys men whatever to keep that to themselves so I would rather be painted on because I know how to keep a secret unless, you know, you on some fuck shit. Then I probably still would keep the secret because I just I wouldn't admit that I got painted on, to be honest, unless I was just shooting the shit. Well, that's a bad choice of words with a friend. But I definitely would not want to be the one painting because you just never know where that's going to lead. Although there has been progression, do you think the LGBT community will ever be fully accepted without negative backlash in society? I want to say yes, but I don't know. If it happens, it's going to be very, very, very far in the future. And the reason why I say that is because women are still fighting. Women have been womening since the beginning of time. We're all here because of women. All right. So if women are still fighting, if black people are still fighting, then I think it's a long road for the LGBT community to get that acceptance. I know we sometimes make jokes about being forever alone and not wanting anyone in our house. But are you emotionally prepared for the possibility that you may be alone forever? I don't know if I would say I'm emotionally prepared, but I wouldn't say that I'm not because I've spent more time being alone than being partnered or entertaining someone. Like I don't have a lot of dating experience. I've only been in two very short relationships. So to me, it's kind of like business as usual. 
which is my reality, but saying it out loud seems sad. But I mean, what can you do? So I don't know if there's anything for me to really prepare for because it's it's kind of my everyday life. And it's not because I like being alone or I like my alone time, which I do. Don't get me wrong, but just the cards that I have been dealt have not been very active sexually or romantically. This is Ratchet Ramblings, hosted by Jeremy, Candace, and Curtis. We get to the elimination, and again, Lyrica is doing the most about Popeye, and she and, and I, Tokyo I, Tony started bickering a little bit, because yeah, you know, Lyrica thinks th- she's smarter than everybody. Like, girl, we can clearly see you feeling the man, and like, that he I is am- feeling you. Right, I enjoy talking to on the clock and her bit. Like, girl, every time we turn around, you defending him. She started lying. I defend a bit, nigga. No, girl, you don't. I defend a good credit. No, girl, you don't. Like, I like, girl, we can see the writing on the wall. Tokyo Tony can see the writing on the wall, which is which is kind of crazy because she's slow. But that's neither here nor there. Like, girl, please stop playing in our face. <laughs> Tokyo slowly. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Girl>, fuck you. <laughs> 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 no title. <laughs> My bad. That was rude. <laughs> but not not untrue. <laughs> not untrue. Dr. Aiden. Mm. Does he or does he not look like that little motherfucker from Rocket Power? Otto? Yes. <laughs> The one with the goggles? Yeah. <laughs> woogity, woogity, woogity. Curtis, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so then Big Nigga comes out doing all that body rolling. This motherfucker did the worm. <laughs> did the worm. He out there dressed like the coach from Glee. Um, <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Coach Sue, was that her name? <laughs> Bitch, he was out there doing the worm in that Adidas track suit. <laughs> Motherfucker looking like Coach Carter. Like, boy, fuck you. <laughs> and then he walked so slow like he was really doing some shit. I mean, they all thought they was killing it. Yeah, they did. Kitty shows up. Ryan told me. <laughs> looking damn good. And and that reminds me, this is episode four, Second City. Welcome, Kitty. Kitty shows up at the bar, looks looking amazing. Listen, okay? yes. Ryan was Smitty with that kitty. <laughs> yeah. Smitty with Kitty, show that's title. the show title. Thank show you. Title. Yes. I have been waiting on something to come through, but yes. thank you. Um, yes. she, <laughs> Ryan <y'all>. looks very <laughs> smitten <laughs> with Kitty. It was brought up, mm. it was asked the van um, in an interview that it ended up on BET, why he's not on Chicago this season, and he said, ask VH1. Let me tell you something, fuck you BET, because I thought I was going to get some tea, and that motherfucker literally said, just ask oh, VH1, yeah, yep. girl, fuck you They wrote a whole article about that, waste of uh, Bitch, you wasted yeah. bad talking I was gonna get some tea, some crumpets, all type of shit, and you said, and this motherfucker just said, "SBH1 BT girl, fuck y'all." And so that led me to Van. If you ever catch this podcast, 
if Curtis the makes if, if Curtis makes a headliner from this clip, I want to ask you, was it worth it? Mm-hmm. Was it worth it going to bat with your A one day one over Charmaine and can Kat I can I say this and real when, quick? No, no, I'm getting this <laughs> off. Sit down for a second. Was it worth it going to bat with your A one day one over Charmaine and Cat? Because the minute Charmaine was offered her own separate contract with Big Fish for Black Ink Chicago, she did not include you. We know for a fact that a lot of y'all have y'all own separate shops, but you come back together to film these black inks, right? We know that. She did not bring you into the fold at Second City Inc. to make sure you could get a check from Big Fish and Black in the Black Ink brand. Was it worth it, you fat Buick built bitch? Was it worth it? Tell us. Was it worth it? Because yes, you might have your own shop, but again. This this money you was getting from Black Ink, that wasn't nothing but free money. You wasn't doing shit. You was literally just getting a check for being on camera. And being fat. Literally. Was it worth it? I already know the answer. You stupid bitch, you ain't got an answer. It wasn't worth it. You lost a friendship and you lost a bag over it. Matter of fact, you lost multiple friendships because four and Don loyalty have always been to Ryan and they have always known how to be neutral. And the one time Don was not, tr- did not know how to be neutral. He found his ass on the outside looking in and he never made the same mistake again. Mm, yep. What we can say is when Ryan fuck with you, he fuck with you heavy. A lot of y'all have never gone without due to Ryan Henry. We saw the shit with Charmaine when she was in all that financial trouble. We saw this shit with Danielle when Danielle was going through it with that ugly ass little skinny nigga that she just married. Ryan has always been there for y'all. We saw the same shit with Kat when Kat was going through it with four and all this other shit. Ryan was like, she was calling Ryan her big brother and so on and so forth. Y'all have never mm. been left out in the cold with Ryan. Ever. Yeah. As long as y'all was loyal to him, he have been loyal to y'all. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. It was not worth it. Fat dummy. In the words of Ryan, you chose them hoes over me. Mm. And look where it got you. <laughs> anyway, so this fool is outside with some goddamn headphones on, salsa ing by himself in the grass, saying Tokyo Tony. Tokyo Tony. <laughs> and he said that he said that the whole fucking episode. So here. what really fucked me up about this? is that I know exactly what he sounded like. Do you remember the part in White Chicks when they was in that ice cream shop? Curtis! <laughs> Tell me he didn't sound like Martin, I mean Marlon, where he was dressed up like... <laughs> I kill him. I kill him. <laughs> I tell her. Tokyo Tony. Curtis. <laughs> You get on my goddamn nerve! Whatever, bitch, you see. Why, Fred? Why are you like this? Because I can't unsee that shit now. I am here to bridge the gap. (laughs) You are here to stand the truth for chess (laughs) Tokyo (laughs) Tony. I was like, all right, sure. You know what? I almost said something very problematic. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it, but I'm thinking it. Just know I'm thinking it. And from our Patreon. 
And so the card that comes from the Psychic Tarot by John Holland, um, the key is manif uh, movement, choices and decisions, which is a physical card. So this is a card of movement. So this is all about you realizing that it's time to move, bitch, it's time to make moves, okay? It says significant changes and choices must be made. With hard work, great effort and determination, you have the ability to juggle all the demands that are in front of you, whether they concern money, business decisions, or other projects. It's important to stay flexible and focused. You don't have to do it alone. Reach out for the best advice and assistance. In addition, a financial union or partnership may present itself to you. The more time you take to make these vital decisions and choices, the longer it will be before you can move towards your goals in the physical material world. The changes that are emerging aren't some random acts or coincidences. They're all part of a positive and larger scheme. The birth card comes out from the shamanic medicine deck, um, and it's all about renewal. So repeat after me. Wake up. Now is the time for you to rise. Take off the mask. Drop the disguise. Healing beckons. Greet the dawn. New life is waiting to be born. Amen. Ashe. So out with the old and with the new baby girl. It says you're coming to the end of an era. It's a very fertile time for you. What may feel like an ending is the beginning of something new. You are changing the way you think and feel as you become more spiritually aware. So obviously you're sitting here, you're listening to this. You're like, oh shit, like things are coming together. I feel good. The key teaching for Uluka Vahini, it says she who rides the owl brings justice. I'm the goddess of karma, wealth and balance. So this is all about, you know, what has been put out, what, what, things are gonna come to you. You do this, you listen, you take your time, it is all gonna come back. I come to correct ad harm of that which is dark, unnatural, and against nature, life, love, and goodness. I redress the misuse of wealth and power. I enact divine justice and restore divine order. Trust in the innocence of your own soul and fear not. I am ever watchful and my power brings truth. Divine justice is always brought to bear. Do not waste your valuable time and energy worrying about people getting away with things. It is not possible. Everything is balanced out by karma in the long run. If you feel down or depressed, take action immediately to reconnect to joy, healing energy, and vitality of spirit. This is Backwoods Burn Book, hosted by Jeremy. And really my burn or whatever is for motherfuckers on social media, particularly Twitter, like blaming other people on Twitter who didn't fuck with Kamala for the reason why she dropped out. Um, allegedly, Kamala dropped out because he broke. she's broke. Allegedly. But even if you want to take that, I, I feel like people pick and choose when they give Twitter too much credit. Um, because, dog, I feel like... And maybe this is just me, and I don't know every damn thing, unlike a lot of you who claim that you know every goddamn thing and have wrote think piece about think piece about this shit. But I just feel like maybe Kamala dropped that one because allegedly her funds wasn't that cool. And also maybe people just did not fuck with her. 
Thank you again for supporting Flawless Noises Media Network. You can go to our website, FlawlessNoises.com, for more information. If you want to buy some merch, you can also do that at our website or go directly to FlawlessNoises.com store. We have merch from Ratchet Ramblings, Mama Meets World, Gay Side Stories, and the network with more to come. Again, our Patreon is patreon.com slash flawless noises. You can go there for bonus content, including audio and video. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. <laughs>